Welcome everybody to episode 52 of Dork Tunes. How have you all been? Jamie, how have you been? Oh, marvellous. How are you? Excellent. I'm all right. I'm, I'm well rested because I've had a, an extra long weekend. Um, I took Friday off uh, because I was out on Thursday night at Gamayo, which is every six months in Leeds. Um, it's shortened Games Makers of Yorkshire. And it was great fun because I get to see lots of people that I've not seen in six months. And actually, it's been a year now because I couldn't go to the last one. So, yeah, it was lovely. But I had a very sore head on Friday. <laughs> um, having not been to that before, even though it's only about <clears throat> an hour away from me. So what kind of things mm. do you do you have there uh, in terms of the setup? What, what sort of goes on? There? Well, basically, it's obviously it's in a bar and... It's loads of people from in and around Yorkshire, like developers coming in and sharing what they're doing, basically. Um, sharing their best practice, showing off their games. You can play games that are there um, <clears throat> and kind of getting advice from each other. And yeah, it's just really nice. It's a really good kind of atmosphere. And I go, obviously, as part of Dork Tunes. Um, <clears throat> and did you, did you it's have really any, interesting because uh, sorry go on i had yeah no i I know exactly what you're gonna say did i have my business card <laughs> yes i did yep, yep. <laughs> yes i did and i was giving them out like they were free candy good man good man. <clears throat> so i mean that's what i said it's nice to meet people network with them and chat to people but also it's a real coming together of industry people and how it should be and also it's for charity for special effect Fantastic. So yeah. that's kind of cool. The work they do is absolutely phenomenal. I remember um, you yeah. know, sort of seeing a lot of the videos of some of the adaptive controllers, mm. you know, way before Microsoft had, you know, sort of done their own, um, yeah. you know, controllers where, you know, people playing driving games using uh, eye tracking and things like that. Absolutely yeah, it's, it's incredible, just incredible, incredible stuff. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. they do. Yeah. And special effect are definitely a charity that, um, I support, and I think Dork Tunes will at some point, you know, I will actually put that on, on you know, recording that we will do something for special effect at some point. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Brilliant idea. Um, <clears throat> so what have we been doing since the last few, since our last episode? Because obviously we had the interview with um, Nathan McCree um, the other week. And this time we have, since then, an awful lot has happened, has it not? Hmm. Uh, well, it's certainly in terms of me, even ju just the last few days, um, to be perfectly honest, I, I was going to, uh, I was going to keep this sort of under wraps, but, um, oh. I've, I've spent quite a lot of money, um, on, okay. um, on some sound library. Reconstructive surgery? Well, that as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> time's come, as you know, it was my birthday on the 1st of May. Um, yes. and yeah, the time has come, uh, to get a new nose and uh, no uh i have invested <laughs> in a couple of uh, sound libraries um oh, and okay the great thing was my parents and my sister and people were sort of asking me what i wanted and i had no idea normally there's a few games or there's you know some cds or something and uh, yeah and i was drawing a blank but i had been following certain things i won't say what they are because i want to sort of remain okay. a little bit cryptic but um anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway um i'd sort of saved up well 
in combination with the money they got me, I'd saved up enough to uh, to purchase this thing. And then anyway, I went on there and realized that I actually had enough to buy another one as well. And Ooh. this is this is literally the only time. I mean, my my computer is what like seven years old now, but it's still okay. it's still hanging in there. And then I was recording Same yesterday. This one. Uh, yeah, and I was recording <gasps> yesterday. And already, did you say you were recording yesterday? I was actually recording yesterday. I know. Stop the press. And uh, it, wow, it's it sounds incredible. Like not, I, I'm not talking me. You know, I'm not trying to blow me on trumpet. But I mean, the, the sounds that I've <clears throat> no, no, no. Oh, God, incredible. Yeah. Well, and I think just, yeah, really good. Yeah, and I think for I think things have been happening for both of us really. So, but obviously, I had Gamio the other night. Mm. Um, I've just come back, obviously, from London where we did the EGX which was incredibly well received. And I have to say um, a massive thank you to everybody that came. And I'm really sorry to the people that we had to turn away because it was so busy. It was like three deep at the back. It was two deep at the side. All the seats were taken, you know, and I genuinely never thought that there would be such an uptake from my session. Oh, come on. Um, it was really <laughs> humbling because <clears throat> previous guests on the show um even came to it you know friends came to it some friends came all the way down from leeds you know and i got to speak to them for like three minutes you know and that, are, yeah, yeah it, it really puts a perspective on things and <clears throat> um it was just a wonderful day from start to finish so a massive thank you to everybody that came um we have a lot of things kind of in development at the moment, which I'm dying to tell you, but I can't. Um, but just keep an eye on us and we will um, let you know as soon as we can, hopefully towards the end of the summer. So not too long. You know? what, amazed um, me, what amazed me about that whole thing was just what a flying visit it was for you. Like, you yeah, know, to sort of essentially you, you you sort of went down the night before didn't you and then mm -hmm. and then you were sort of straight in straight into it yeah with, literally with um, I, came, I arrived down uh, I arrived to my friend's house um, at about half past nine um, we had some wine and chatted and you know caught up because we'd not seen each other for a while and then <clears throat> um, I was awake probably about seven the next morning uh, got ready <laughs> And came across, and then I was a tiny. I was I, I arrived for about half past ten. Session started at twelve, so I ran around. I didn't know the area, so I ran around trying to find some food. I found some rubbish, kind of you know, petrol station-y food, um, which I ate. Sat on a little step around the corner, <laughs> and then I went and met the guys from for the panel, and. Um, <clears throat> Then we just did it, and literally, I'll, I'll be brutally honest, um, I knew exactly, we had like a kind of plan of what to discuss, but in my head, after introductions, I didn't know what the first thing I was going to say was going to be. Um, and you can probably hear the moment on the on the last podcast of the, <laughs> of the actual event, which is on the website. Um, but literally after that, after that, it just... It went in a flash. I could have done it for two hours, yeah. you know, and um, someone said to me afterwards that I need to do more of those type of things because it's from what they saw that it looked like I'd been doing it all my life.
that that kind of compliment and getting feedback from the panelists as well um and a huge thank you to them as well you know and <clears throat> you know david had just come back david house and had just come back from uh, america the night before he'd not even been home he'd come straight to see us and to be on the panel and then the next day he gets uh, nominated for an Iron novello it's just it's insane <laughs> that's dedication for you <clears throat> yeah you know and um it was just a wonderful day from start to finish so I kind of went home and I'm not going to lie, you know, I am quite an emotional person. Um, I pretty much cried the whole way home, happy tears. And then when I got home, pretty much all night, just because it was just a magical day. I even got to meet people like Kevin Penkin, you know, who did the yeah. soundtrack for Florence, which was just nominated for a BAFTA. Um, and I got to meet Lena Rain, yeah. who is um, obviously jealous. the composer. Yeah, yeah Lena's the composer of Celeste. Um, yeah, and we had drinks and, you know, we were all having a laugh and <clears throat> it just was perfect. So, anyway. On, on the way on the right. way back, did, did you have that sort of, um, like, post-conference adrenaline rush where you kind of, your body's just got this sort of pent-up kind of energy that just needs to sort of go and you just kind of sat there shaking? Um, yeah, and I'm sat on yeah. the train going thinking to myself there's all these people around me i'm really sorry by the way frida is particularly um <laughs> i think vocal today yeah. yeah so she's playing at my feet i'm really sorry guys, folks but um yeah i was sat on the train and i remember at one point thinking i've just done that and you're all just sat there like you know reading your books and you know watching your ipads and all the rest of it but i felt like sh literally shouting for from the top of my lungs all the way down the train so yeah as soon as i could i could i was able once i, I don't do phone calls on trains because i think it's dreadful um <clears throat> so as soon as i got off in leeds i rang everybody <laughs> yeah including me which i was, yeah. uh, I was very happy to get one and um i think you, you said just before about um you know sort of being stood on stage and having that momentary lapse of sort of common mm. uh, concentration and um, one that's perfectly normal but two you know i don't think you should ever doubt yourself with that kind of thing i mean you know your stuff you've been doing this for a long time you know you look yeah. the part and and um and and the panelists really sort of really engaging and and the great thing about those kind of discussions is that it's good to have pointers and so on but for it to just kind of then smoothly just go from yeah. one kind of thing to the next, you know. It's and it quite really organic, did. You know, yeah. You know, it really did. And there was no awkwardness or anything like that about the whole thing. It was just brilliant. And, you know, the panellists were just fantastic. The, you know, the audience were amazing. We even got questions and answers at the end, which, you know, <clears throat> I think I always dread. Because you think no one's going to put their hand up and you're just going to have five minutes of silence. Um, but there definitely wasn't. We could have done it for about another hour. Yeah. Uh, the fact but, that you managed to get some in there as well, given the short time. I mean, you had, what, 45 minutes around about? Yes. Something like that? Yeah, yeah I mean, 45 to actually, minutes. To actually sort of manage to squeeze that in as well is nothing short of miraculous. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was really, so. really important for me to try and do that because yeah. I know what it's like from being on that side. So I wanted people to have that opportunity, you know, and afterwards, like the guys got mobbed by the audience, you know, and 
<clears throat> I think I forget because I know them all and I know them really well and um, that who who they really are because I see them as kind of people and friends and you kind of forget when you get to that point that actually they're really famous and you know they've got slews of awards between them you know I, it was only afterwards I thought hang on a second there's multiple BAFTA award winners there's Ivor Novella winners so there's Ivor Novella nominees you know all sat on that stage yeah <laughs> blows my mind so but yes thank you to the audience everybody that came everybody that couldn't come in um, the panel absolutely everybody for that day because it was perfection so anyway enough of that I think um, shall we go with a bit of music yeah why not okay so what you got for us I have got well uh, I'd said before we started recording, I loaded a folder with around about 20 tracks, five of which actually I had to encode myself because they're from uh, sort of Mega Drive, SNES era. Mm -hmm. um, but um, it, it, it sounds so obvious to say, oh, it's a mixed, you know, it's eclectic or it's a mixed bag. I mean, um, but it is. And this first one is Everlasting Love um, on the... Uh... <laughs> Not the old 60s played... tune. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> from, it's, it's, it's from We Love Katamari, which was um, I still have. I uh, still have the original copy, and I still wow. love it dearly. Um, such a bizarre series, um, and yeah. I mean that was the you know that was the first one we got kind of in in Europe. The first Katamari was that the PS2 one. Yeah, the first one came out in the states as well as Japan, but we we got the uh, the second one, and it's just it's just. I don't know how to describe it. It's just everything that is so joyful bonkers. about video. Yeah, it's utterly <laughs> bonkers, you know. And, and this yeah, track, yeah. if I remember right, it, it plays, um, I think the first time you hear it, although you can select what song you want to use on each mm. level, but um, you hear it on a, a racetrack and you're there, just this little prince rolling up race cars and, you know, sort of like <laughs> spectators and cows and everything like that. And it's just an, it's just an absolute joy. Um, mm. I sing along, even though I can't speak Japanese, I sing, I sing along and uh, there are a few bits of uh, English in there. So anyway, that's what it is. Awesome. Mm. So shall we, uh, shall we get to it? Yeah, here we go. So this is Everlasting Love.
choice uh, up next is another one from a dear friend called Gavin Harrison for his newly released game on Steam called Pathway um, which you should really check out but the soundtrack is phenomenal and this is called An Oasis. There we go that was An Oasis by Gavin Harrison.
Your turn. Right. Okay. Well, this one has got the nineties written all over it. Okay. Which I'm really, ha- which I'm really happy about. You'll 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 see why if you're not uh, familiar with it already. And um, I haven't actually played this game. Um, and there's quite a few tracks that I'll end up using where I haven't mm-hmm. even played the game. I tend to do that if there's something, you know, yeah. for read a preview or something like that about a game. Um, if it's available, I will invariably try and find the soundtrack first. And I know that yes. almost seems like you're kind of cheating yourself out of part of the experience, but sometimes it's depending on the game. I mean, this one's a racing game, so, you know, I'm not really sort of missing out on any grand storyline or anything. But yeah. um, I, I just like to have a listen. And um, I mean, this game came out years and years ago. I mean, I, I checked this out only, what, it must have been a, a few years ago. But anyway, mm-hmm. so from a game called um, Cyberspeed, which wasn't really sort of well received it was around the same time as you know games like wipeout and extreme g and f zero and you know all these sort of anti-grav sort of racing games were you know doing the rounds and it didn't do well but my god the, the soundtrack is absolutely fantastic it's by a guy called mark knight and i believe if you if you go online that he's he's got a website where you can still listen to um to the soundtrack although this version i don't believe is actually I think he, he remastered the soundtrack to it and um I think on Bandcamp and um and, and put it up for sale, which is which is incredible by the way. Yeah, you know, please check that out. But this mm. this version is um is sort of from from the game itself. Um it's called <laughs> I've got to be careful now because it's a spoonerism. Uh it's Cluffy Flouds. Uh yeah. And um and yeah, <laughs> it's just it, it, the thing about it is just the baseline. Like when the bass kicks in, it's just yeah. Oh, it's just it's just nineties purity. It's just oh, it's it's just just drench <laughs> me in it. You know, it's absolutely just a yeah. I I I don't know what else there is to say because, like I say, I've, I haven't played the game, so um, I can't really give you a quick synopsis of what it's like. Other than I know that it wasn't it wasn't that well received. I think it got sort of drowned out in the noise of all the other racing games around that time. It was it was released on Windows and the PlayStation as well. Um but I think it it had a bit more traction on the PC. So mm-hmm. so yeah, anyway, I, I hope you enjoy it as as much as I do. It's one of my sort of go-to sort of uh, cheesy but kind of sort of punctual kind of tracks, you know. Yeah, um, we've all got those. Yeah, Jackie Wash 220 as well. That, that's another one in the Amiga.
So, this is a bit of a special one that I've chosen, okay? Um, it was given to me by a uh, friend called Matthew, Matthew Smith. Um, and Matthew is actually the producer of a new album that's coming out um, that's just been kickstarted. Kickstarted? Kickstarted. I don't know. What's the plural uh, for that? Kickstarted, I think. Is kickstarted? It doesn't matter, does it, really? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was on Kickstarter. And it's more than met its goal now. So um, basically, it's called Amiga Power. So lots of kind of old school Amiga games, you know, um, being remixed and redone. And he gave me this because it just, we were talking about it previously and he mentioned it and I was like, ooh, that was one of my favorite games back in the day. Um, and it's a remix of the Speedball 2 um, music. And now, back in the day, when I was like, <laughs> what? God, I'm trying to think what age I was. Probably about 14, maybe? Gather no. <laughs> Maybe less. Oh my god. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I love Speedball 2. And I'm not like a sporty person, but Speedball 2 uh, was my. Yeah, it, no, ST. On the Atari, Atari ST. ST? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I had it on the C64. <clears throat> I it had was, a Atari yeah. ST 520, hmm. I believe. Um, <clears throat> and I, it was. This was the, just. This was my jam. <laughs> I was so good at it, and I was just because I, you know, it was just fantastic. I loved it. But anyway, so <clears throat> um, this is from Amiga Power, and it is the Speedball Two um, music, and it is wonderful. So get up on your tables, turn those lights down low, get that glitter ball on, and get dancing.
the main theme from Speedball 2. So right. now before, it's your turn. Before you go on, one thing yeah. I want to say about Speedball 2. Now, oh, go on. This is, a, this is a pet peeve of mine. Not about the game, uh-huh. but about that, the game about is perfect. that time. The, oh, the, the game's great. But one thing that really annoyed me, this, this was the time when... Now, I might be remembering this with, uh, with the wrong sort of memory glasses, but... Um, this was around the time when, as a C64 owner, you used to, or, you know, if you're a Spectrum owner or something, you know, uh, something like that, you'd go and see a, a, a game shop, you'd see a game, you'd look on the back, and there'd be screenshots, and you'd be like, oh, wow, that looks amazing. And you'd think that that, you know, in my young, my sort of youthful kind of uh, gaze, you'd think that that was what the game looked like. You know, so it's just pure naivety on, on my part. And then you get at home and you you actually put the game on. You're like, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> I've I've been sold a lie. And uh, and yeah, I think if I remember right, it was one of those games where they'd put like the Amiga screenshots on the back or something. And then in really small writing, they'd say, "Oh, screenshots from Atari ST and Amiga, something like that." Yeah, and yeah. Just like, oh, you son of a, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but no, it's still it's still a great game though. You know. I can't. I can't imagine. I'm going to have to go and have a look and see what it looked like on on the on the C64 because I mean it looked the nuts. Not on... as good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, admittedly, it did look the nuts on the Atari ST. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was it was like a lot of C64 games. I mean, look at things like Turrican and you know uh, Midnight oh. Resistance and stuff like that. It was you know it did the job and the, and the SID chip, of course, is absolutely incredible. So the the, the soundtracks were always you know great. But it was just the the graphics here. You just like, oh man, this Turrican is, this though. Is crazy. Oh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yes. So what we got yeah. next? What we've got next is a game that I have played, but I've never completed. I've never beaten because, um, well, two things, and one of the reasons is a workman blaming his tools here. So I'll just preface this. Uh, yeah. Basically, I'm basically just saying I'm shit. But um, it's uh, from the PS2 version of uh, version the PS2 release of Shinobi, um, the you know the Sega sort of went back and you know did um, did a completely new game built from the ground up, um, and it plays. I suppose if you want to look at it through modern eyes, it, it you know imagine the sort of the Devil May Cry Bayonetta style thing. It's it's not it's. I don't know, maybe that's a bad example, but it doesn't play exactly that, but it's that kind of sort of action game. Um, mm-hmm. And But the weird thing was, I don't know how everyone else feels about um, game controls and not being able to configure them. You PC guys, you're all right. But um, the camera would, do, you know, you'd push right and the camera would turn left. Now, I'm one of these, Ugh. I'm one of these weirdos who likes to invert a lot of the time, although I have started going back to uh to normal in inverted commas yeah but I, I think... in, in 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 first person shooter games i always invert uh you know down and up if uh, if the y-axis in a game if i press left i want to go left if i press down yeah, i want to go down it, it's weird because growing up there was a lot of games that i played that had that and my brain made sense of it but for this one it just and maybe because it was so fast paced maybe i just grew a bit annoyed but but anyway yeah and there was there was no way to well from memory anyway i haven't played it in years there was no way to um to change it but anyway Mm. having said that it's it's a great game it's very 
sort of low budget. Um, there, was, there was a sequel that came out after as well. Um, and, you know, the graphics aren't amazing in the same way that, say, like God Hand's graphics aren't amazing, but it was all about the gameplay. And um, But the, the soundtrack was was something that I really sort of took to. The first level in particular, which is what we're going to hear now, it's um, the actual title of the track is called Transfiguration. Um, now, the soundtrack... I have to admit, the... when I saw this in the Dropbox, I thought, oh, he's picked something from Austin Wintry. It's not. <laughs> no, sorry. Yes, well, that's the nature of the beast, isn't it? Unfortunately, you're going to have track names that, you know, multiple composers use. But... This was composed by a team of six people, uh, if I remember right, and um, but they went under the umbrella name Overworks, uh, I think. So, um, so anyway, yeah, uh, it's 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 a bit odd because it doesn't fit in with a lot of the old Shinobi style mm. soundtracks. It's something very kind of you know, it's it, like a neo Shinobi sounding game but it's uh it's fantastic and and I, I really like it so uh and i hope that everyone else does as well so yeah cool so yeah all right yeah here we go so this is transfiguration
Say good folks. So my next track again, it's something that's a bit different. Um, it's actually this is from a um, this is from Retro Gamer magazine actually. Uh, a guy called um, Rob Hubbard has remixed hey. a load of yeah he's remixed. Basically, there's a load of remixes. Um, and this one is by Fast Loaders, and it's called Commando, brackets, high score. And I just really like it. Just really, really like it. Um, it I think the magazine the magazine that it all came out with um, came out a couple of months ago, or last month. Um, <clears throat> if you can get a copy, it's well worth it, because the, the actual um, music is cracking. So, but anyway... Can, before you uh, go on, can I just, uh, I suppose it's a, uh, they, they won't mind, um, but just a quick plug, uh, if there is anyone listening, uh, you're saying about Rob Hubbard, obviously one of the yeah. heroes of the sort of the C64 era, mm -hmm. um, there is a concert in Hull um, <gasps> called the, yes. uh, yeah, 8-Bit Symphony, um, and um, a you lady- just had, reminded uh, me. Yeah, there's a, there's a lady, um, a wonderful lady on uh, Twitter uh, called um, Kate, who- I'd spoken to uh, quite some months ago now, um, but um, we got talking about because um, she she liked the last Ninja track that I did, and um, she'd sort of done a bit of a live remix of it on a on a radio show that she was doing, which is it, it actually just surpasses the the original, to be honest. But um, she mentioned this uh, concert. Uh, it's the fifteenth of June. Uh, yes, it's at Hull, it's at Hull City Hall. It's at seven o'clock, um, and um, yeah, it's, and on, it's on a it, Sunday. I do know that. There's, there's going to be some incredible stuff um, yes. being played there from from all the kind of the staples of um, of that era, um, you know, including things like uh, Last Ninja and stuff that uh, Rob Hubbard yes. was involved in. So, um, you know, please uh, check that out um, if you. Yeah, ever, absolutely uh, do, look, please. It, yeah. Yeah, it looks um, like it's going to be something really special. Yes, completely. Um, remind me to tell you something off air. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> Scoop. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So this is Commando High Score.
there we go. Um, that was Commando. High score. So it's your turn again. Right, yeah. Uh, this is another one that I haven't played, but I absolutely <laughs> love the composer. And they, they well, it's, it's from a mobile game, and I don't, I don't want to sound like, you know, well, I'm going to sound like one anyway. I might as well just say it. Um, a, a sort of game purist is like, ah, oh, mobile games, you know. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's not like that. I mean, I, I think that there's this, you know, if people are playing games and people are exposed to things that are fun, like who cares what the format is? So long as it's not, I know that there's problems with the mobile game sort of industry and, you know, heavy monetization, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, All yeah, that yeah. stuff has been covered elsewhere in greater detail. But, um, but yeah, I really like the composer. It's um, it's from a game called uh, Zen Puzzle Garden. Um, it's a, a fairly simple, uh, well, on the surface, um, a simple uh, game about um, sort of uh, cleaning. I mean, you know, it, it says it in the title, Zen Puzzle Garden, and you basically play as this cute little uh, person who's sort of, uh, who's, you know, cleaning leaves and things like that. But um, I'm not really selling it well, am I? Yeah. No. <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> um, but it's got a very cute art style, but the soundtrack is what sets it apart. And I think that, you know, you can have any visual style you want, but if it's got a strong soundtrack and, you know, it can really yeah, help totally. it forward. This soundtrack uh, was done by, I mean, there's not many tracks. You know, on the EP, there's only four tracks, but uh, it's by a guy called uh, Module, who seems to have just completely, unless I'm wrong, and please, you know, with, in, in the comments, things like that, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but he... He did the is uh, is most I would say is most well known for his soundtrack to Shatter, which was a downloadable sort of PSN XBL. Yes, um, sort of loved that kind of game. That is yeah, so absolutely, good. Absolutely, absolutely incredible game. One which I yeah. never got hundred uh, percent. No, I mean I have never played Shatter, but the but, soundtrack is phenomenal. It's it like sad sort of uh, admission uh, <clears throat> incoming. Um, I used to use that as my gym soundtrack years ago because no. it was just it was just so you know i mean it, it's ostensibly it's just you know dance music it was, it was proper uh, dance music really, yeah it was really, yeah, really good yeah, really really good but um but yeah he composed the music for this and um he's done other things as well he did he did a i can't remember the name of it but he did um he did this kind of quite elaborate uh work mm. uh, oh it's gonna it's gonna annoy me now i'm gonna have to check that out later but um, <laughs> but after that he, he seemed to sort of as far as I can tell, just sort of disappear. And I think that's really sad because I, I think he's mm. uh, an incredible talent. He really, really is. Um, anyway, oh, yeah. this track now, I know this is only the sort of second proper time I've been on. And uh, I think people are going to quickly realize just how bad I am at butchering these things. But I've actually checked the pronunciation on this. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was dreading. I'm, I'm looking at it now going, nah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've checked the pronunciation. I, I'm scared that I'm still going to butcher it, but it's uh, it's pronounced Shizukana Mori, which uh, literally translates as "quiet forest" in Japanese. Ah, okay, and, that's um, quite nice. And it's absolutely wonderful. It's very it's a very life affirming mm. sort of track, and uh, very 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 peaceful. And I hope I hope people dig it. So fabulous. We well, go. just yeah. really quick thing on mobile gaming. Um, yeah. I'm kind of the same. I don't really do it, but lately I've downloaded two, um, and you really do need to play them, um, but preferably on, on like a tablet. Um, one is Florence, which is Kevin Penkin, which is phenomenal. Yes, obviously. I have I have seen that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. 
It's beautiful. It's only an hour long, maybe. And then the other one is That Dragon Cancer, which yes. um, obviously John Hillman yeah, did the score for, uh, who was on the show yeah. previously. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. It's really interesting. So just to play. So, yeah, I think, yeah, those yeah. two things that I've played recently that... Um, I would recommend, but anyway, that's, there's that's... there's one there is one mobile game. I mean, I actually played it on the Wii U first, but there is there is a mobile game um, which will pretty much run on a bar of soap these days. But um, it's uh, called Color Zen, and it is one of those kind of you sort of get half of the game for free, and then if you want the extra chapters, then you pay you know a nominal fee or you pay like a couple of quid for each pack. But it's monetization done pretty well, um, and. Um, if you're into your puzzle games and relaxed kind of music and things like that, I can definitely recommend that as well. It's a, it's, it's a very uh, simple but fantastic rule set within the game um, that, that sort of keeps you coming back. I'm not, <laughs> this isn't like a paid promotion or anything, just so you know, I, I genuinely just uh, really enjoyed it. And it's, uh, it's quite a, it's one of those uh, hidden gems. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Give, give that a go as well. Yeah. So this is your track. I'm not even trying to yep. try and pronounce it. There you go. Shizukana Mori. Yeah.
there we go so now we're on to my second last choice um this is from a previous guest a recent previous guest um kenny kenny young um who was lovely enough to actually come to the um egx uh panel and i didn't know and he was taking pictures and videos and all that in in the audience so mm. thank you very much kenny it's really appreciated this is one of his from um one of my favorite games of the last gen uh, and this gen kind of now um tearaway tearaway came out on ps4 but it originally came out on the ps vita um it was supposed to be a massive system seller it didn't unfortunately which is um, a real shame yeah real shame because it was brilliantly done used was, the was... hardware fantastically and it yeah. was a great game actually it, it reviewed really well across the board um it just didn't do the numbers so but um then it was you know hd'd up for the ps4 so you can get it for less than a tenner now um, and I would recommend playing it because it's fantastic. Well, definitely, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is The Orchards from Tearaway.
go. So we are on to your last track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a bit of a interesting blast one. from the past. Well, it is a blast from the past, but not in well exactly in the way you'd think, and can in that as well. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a. Uh, it's a live well i say live band it's recorded uh band version um when i say band i mean by a band not he wasn't banding countries or anything like that. uh it's from space harrier it's the main theme from space harrier and it's uh, it's actually you know a recorded version by the uh, sega sound team the sst uh, band and now th- it's it's so cheesy it is it is cheese Mixed with more cheese and, and more <laughs> cheese, you know, it's like a cheese katamari, really. But um, the, if you, even if you don't like the track that's going to be played, please, for the love of God, go on YouTube, <laughs> type in SST band Space Harrier. It should be the first result that comes up on YouTube. And it's an old, um, re- like a, a guy with a camcorder. Or, or lady with the camcorder, sorry. Um, uh, sort of from the gig, and it is just ah, oh, it just oozes. Jeez, but all, all, it, like it's just so incredible, and the band is so into it, and the 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 crowd are crazy. I mean, you got to remember this is what this must have been late eighties, something like that, when they did this concert, and it is packed, and everyone's mm. going mental for it. They did other things as well, you know, like Afterburner and and so on. But just, they clearly love being on stage, and um, and I must admit, like, look out for the guy on keyboards. He's he's sort of top left, and occasionally it will zoom in on him. And I've never seen someone love his job so much. I mean, he looks a bit like a like a Tommy Wiseau kind of person, <laughs> uh, but um, oh, he he loves it, and he's just he, that guy is my spirit animal, seriously. It's just, it is just, it is incredible. And there's the guitars they use, like there's this beautiful red and black, I think it's an Ibanez, Ibanez, however you want to pronounce it, uh, Ibanez uh, guitar that one of the guitarists uses. And they're just, oh, just, yeah, 10 out of 10. It's just incredible. (laughs) 10 out of 10, love, back of the net. Yeah, it it really is. (laughs) It is so sublime. Like, I, you know, I'm going to sound sycophantic to the to the nines now, but oh, I, I'm exhausted talking about it, Pete. It is just that good and that <laughs> cheesy and everything that is good well, then, about video game music. Just why please, don't you sure up and let them listen? <laughs> <laughs> Pete is going to sack me after the recording of this. Just so you know. Yeah. Oh, dear. I'm so excited. Seriously, I I am that excited. <laughs> Not even about the track that you're about to play.
Can you send me the link, please? Because now I'm really interested. Oh, the the guitar solo is incredible as well. Anyway, there we go. Okay. Run over. Run over. So anyway, (laughs) folks, with the last track of the show, unfortunately, um, which lies on on my feet, um, and this one is, I picked this for a particular reason, and I'll tell you why. Um, This is a game series that I started a long time ago when it first came out to play, lost a lot of interest into it, or in it. And then um, it kind of peaked recently again with the release of this particular soundtrack. Um, I'll be honest, because A, it was set in London, and B, it was done by a friend. And since then, I've been really into the, the these games. Um, I'm currently playing not the latest one, which I've just bought, but the one previous. Um, and what games are they? I hear you say um, um, the Assassin's Creed series. We've had a slew of Assassin's Creed games, and you know, uh, different composers for each game. So this one I picked was um, for those we loved by Austin Wintry from Creed Syndicate. Syndicate. Um, and what I really like about that game is the fact that you can literally dive bomb off. Um, Big Ben, which you don't really get to do in real life, do you? Well, not yeah. Well, you might get yeah. in trouble for it, but you know, or you might get dead. It's always time, but you know, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I, I quite enjoyed the game, but uh, it did have, certainly have its issues. Um, and I'm currently playing through origins and i've just bought odyssey i bought odyssey on the strength of the advert for the dlc alone that's still something i i've i've never been i've been a fan of the soundtracks but i've never been a particularly great fan of the series despite repeated attempts to get into it and yeah i mean the early ones i don't know there was just something i just just couldn't click with i played black flag and i played the second one and just couldn't click with them um and even syndicate to a degree um but I've been playing Origins, and it's so good. It just it wants you to play more and more. I think the only gripe I have about it at the moment is, I was saying to somebody earlier on, is if you want to progress the story, you have to do side missions because you have to be a certain level to be able to do the, the, the story. Yeah. You know, Otherwise, you're just going to get killed. You're just going to get slaughtered. So that's the only tiny gripe I've got about it because mm. I just want to kind of crack on and play the play the story because i'm really enjoying it you know yeah. um but yeah i mean i've read somebody recently saying that they played origins just for 160 hours and that was just the main story wow. i'm like okay so it's something that you're gonna have to invest a lot of time and love into yeah but they're there that that's what they're there to do they're a bit like fallout games you can just dive in and be in there forever because there's so much to do but, I th- but anyway, I, th- um, I think the thing with Syndicate though is just with the setting. I mean, you know, as you know, as sort of yes. UK. People, it's almost like you know, it's, it's familiar, even though it's not. Yeah, yeah. But it, I, I think it's something that, like I say, I remember buying. They, they released a, a big collection uh, on 360, where you know you had like I think it was the first five games. I think it was Creed, Two, Brotherhood, Revelations, and Three. 
Um, and it came, yeah, it, yeah. it came on like five, I think it was six discs, because I think one of them was a multiplayer disc uh, for, well, whichever one it was. Maybe it was Brotherhood or something. But um, I remember trying them, and, and I loved the setting of the first one, all the stuff with Crusades, things like that. I'm, you know, I love that kind of setting. But um, yeah, I just, it's it's one of those series where I think if, if I put the time in, I think I really, really would kind of gravitate towards it, but it's just there's so much out there now. Um, I'm finding it hard to, you know, I, I don't think I would sit down and, and, and do it. But having said that, if I was going to pick one, I think I would probably give Syndicate a go. Just because, wasn't there some, um, was it like Jack the Ripper DLC or something like that that went along with that one as well? Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, so all that kind of stuff, yeah. It's fascinating, so. Yeah, really, really interesting. But I, I think for me personally at the moment, I've always been really interested in kind of um, Egypt and its kind of history and all that kind of stuff. And so Origins is kind of perfect for me, you know, perfect. Because you can even not play the game. You can play, not play it, but be, like educate it, be educated in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really clever thing that, that it does. Um, I'm definitely going to do that at some point. But yeah, I want to play the story and see how that goes. Yeah. Oh, good. So yeah. Good, good. Um, this is for those we loved and we have a brand new thing as well folks just to let you know um, you can obviously tweet us at evil noob and astride travolta astride travolta yeah well i think uh, my handle's on the dork tunes twitter thing anyway yeah, isn't it it's on the twitter yeah, thing yeah. but also um, we have an email address yay yay <laughs> you can email me um, noob at dorktunes.com I know, really difficult to remember. So <laughs> write that one down. Um, and we will hopefully hear from you soon. But anyway, so yeah, um, this is episode 52, signing off. And this is For Those We Loved by Austin Wintry from Assassin's Creed Syndicate. See you next time. See you later. <laughs>